From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Stay up to date on our social media uh, stations to uh, figure out when we're going to be hosting the next bingo. <laughs> our social media stations, our social media channels, I don't know. Yeah, listen up here. We're going to have breaking news announcements, see? <laughs> extra, extra. Look for, our, look for our news boys out on the, out on the street corner. You know, uh, extra, extra bingo coming soon. Do you town near you? Hey, don't tell me, dude. We'll get news boys and then put them in Nashville. <laughs> Slinging our fucking podcast. We'll just, like hey, we won't even need to find. We will, Look, see, some people have to do, do market research. Where are we going to be able to reach the most people with our news boys? Right, Bob? Not us. We're just going to send that mofo to every daddy's dog vendor and street yeah. food vendor in the city. That's where our people will be. You know, yeah. you know what we need to do is we need to burn CDs of our podcast, start giving it out in places like New Orleans. Like we're rappers, like we're rappers, like, <laughs> yeah. check, us out, like check us out on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like normally we promote like other things, but like when we're out on the street with burn CDs, it's SoundCloud is what we want to rep. You know, that's where we want to try yeah. to bring in our listeners. <laughs> It's like, but you gave me a CD. Why should I check out your SoundCloud? Well, I mean, well, I mean, actually, you put the you CD listen, in, and it and it links. It takes you to SoundCloud. That's so actually all only, that's on there is a link. That's actually only episode one thirty seven. And after you get one thirty seven in you, you're not you're not gonna have had too much. You're not gonna you need more. Okay, so SoundCloud, yeah. and then other uh, things, you know. But SoundCloud uh, mostly. Uh, uh, but yeah, don't uh, forget to check us out on Twitch, where you can see us playing a bunch of games. We're really doing a bunch of stuff here coming soon. We uh, hit our community reward for our uh, camping movie watch along, so we'll be scheduling that. Do we have a movie? Um, but how are you this week, uh, bud? I'm doing good. Uh, man. I think I'm we. Uh, yeah, I think for the movie, we, we, there are two options that I kind of looked at. There's Tammy and the T Rex, which is a okay. old uh, Paul Walker uh, movie where he turns into a T Rex, I think, or his brain gets put into a T Rex. Don't know how much racing much of cars change. there is. Not Probably a little bit. Change. Not Probably much a little bit. change. Not much change for Paul Walker. <laughs> yeah. Huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if it, maybe the T Rex is played by Vin Diesel. Who knows? Man right. can do anything. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is the other? What's what's the other option? That's a strong. That's strong right out of the gate. So I think it's Attack of the Killer Donuts or something like that. I'm not. Mm. I haven't read, but it, apparently mm. it's it's got a it's got a, a decent enough rating to be bad, but also probably have a cult following. So it's not like a one out of five, but it's okay. like that good two point five out of five, where it's like okay, okay. this has a following, but it's bad enough where it becomes good again. Yeah, honestly, you know, our first thought process, it was like, oh, let's go with the one that sounds obviously way dope, you know, and then my second thought was, no, go with the one that is less dope and you'll be less interested in watching. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we'll have to make it uh, my original thing was kill Attack of the Killer Donuts. But then once I saw Tammy and the T-Rex, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like it. a maybe. He was like, oh, we're going to have to put this on yeah. the shelf. Uh, but man, man, I've been doing pretty good. Just, uh. 
watched uh football this weekend um not much man i kind of just really hung out been getting a lot of stuff done around the house so that's kind of you know lame. yeah uh yeah i'll talk a little bit more about it later but you know college football national championship we'll talk a little bit about it um yeah, man, not uh, not a whole lot going on in the, in my world. What about you, brother? Oh man, same shit, different day. You know, just living the life. You know, watching some football, watching some hockey, drinking some beer, playing some video games. Uh, I'm showing my wife uh, tonight for the first time uh, the Kevin Costner Robin Hood Prince of Thieves movie, probably okay. the best Robin Hood movie there is. So it's, I'm excited okay. to show her that. Ah, um, well, I loved it. And today she like misunderstood what I was saying. So she was like, "Were you saying the Sean Connery Peter Pan movie?" I was like, "You should have said no." Yes. But Sean Connery's technically in it. He does have a cameo, yes. so you're not far off base. I'm, I'm. Well, see, I'm partial to the the animated, you know, the animals one. Okay, where he's like the fox. That's and, a decent know, like one. The bear. That's yeah. solid. You know, that one's solid to yeah. me. So I'm, I'm with you. Cool. But almost, yeah, uh, almost. Check, uh, oh, sorry. I was just about to say I'm almost through my horror. Uh, we have two episodes left until I, I, I've allowed Stephanie to finish Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, as you can remember, the last six uh, are. You know, some people liked them, but uh, if you're a, a lore fan, they were tough to get through. And so, yeah, we got through, you know, seasons one through four, five pretty quick, six a little slower, seven even slower still. Uh, and then we've been <laughs> eight's been happening for a little bit. So, um, yeah. so yeah. anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Fit check. Oh, yeah. Fit check. Uh, nothing special here. I did find this dope ass uh, this Patriots hat, the same one you have, but I found it uh, under my bed while I was cleaning it. It kind of fell. Fell by the wayside. I don't it know how familiar. long. I guess I, you know, I brought it back to light. It wanted to get out into the world yeah. again. There's so many hats that I have like that, that I'm like, dude, where have you been? You know, Hey, let's get, yeah. let's get you back <laughs> in the game. You know? And, and when you find them, it's like, you got to immediately abandon whatever other hat you had to get this guy back in the game. Like, look, yeah. brother, I might be, I didn't mean to leave you behind. Uh, but you know, <laughs> I got the, uh, I went with, because, of the shirt. I went with the uh the black bulls hat here, you know? Nice, yeah. Got that all all that jersey, baby. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Let's all go. that went went straight went straight 90s. Even hey, look, I even went and I unintentionally super 90s Baltimore. There's Ooh. more than murder here, except for not in the <laughs> 90s though. I think it was pretty much just <laughs> just, just murder. murder, just murder in the 90s. <laughs> murder and crab cakes. That's what Baltimore does. Well, but the, usually the two factions don't usually cross. There's not a lot of a lot of crab cakes to be had uh, when you're murdering. <laughs> so, uh, but all right, let's jump into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Oh, looking here, hometown Preds, the UC, uh, UC Saros obliterates the Predator single game save record with 64. The previous record is 54 from Dan Ellis um, and saves in a period of 28. He is one of five goalies in the league that has had more than 62 saves in a game. And then the very next game posted a shutout. I believe that between those uh, two games, he ranks, I think they they said like third or fourth all time in saves between two games or something like that now. It was uh, ridiculous, dude. I mean, I mean, uh, talk about going in with momentum against Ottawa. And, he, and he, going in with momentum, uh, and then 
just really this team, you know, uh, the trade, Hey, who we're going to trade, getting ready for the all-star break. And then they go on a little streak and kind of put us right back in, you know, the problems that Same we've thing had every the year. past few, yeah. Problems that we've had yeah. the past few years. Um, and when you were reading that, I was like, man, what a good word that he used there, uh, obliterates. And I forgot that <laughs> I wrote it. I was like, hell yeah. Good job. Good job. Bob. Um, <laughs> But yeah, man, I mean, 64 saves in a game is ridiculous. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, Preds are streaking right now, man. Uh, I think they are right outside of the wild card hunt. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's awesome for them. I guess it's, you know, kind of depends. We've kind of talked about this weird floating midsection that we, that we kind of be, you know, kind of got stuck in. You know, we got good enough players to not be bad, uh, but not great enough players to be great. So uh, let's hope we can, you know, make a little something uh, out of this run or give it up altogether and just be bad. Yeah, Be bad (laughs) so we can get good again, you know? Yeah. Um, The NHL All-Stars have been picked. Um, uh, There are are some new people on the list. We'll go through. I'll do the Metro and Central and uh, Bonnie, if you want to do the Atlantic and the Pacific. Uh, Metro, we've got Sidney Crosby, shocker. Uh, he is not a first time. He is, this is his fifth. We got Johnny Gaudreau, seventh. Did not see Johnny Gaudreau having more appearances than Sidney Crosby, which is, I guess, maybe Sidney Crosby's injuries, I would assume. Yeah, he probably bows out a lot, I would guess. Yeah. Um, um, Kevin Hayes from Philadelphia is first time. Jack Hughes, second time from New Jersey. Brock Nelson, first time from the Islanders. Ovechkin is eighth time from Washington. Uh, Andre Svechnikov, first time for Carolina, and Igor Shosturkin, first time from the Rangers. Awesome! I'm got the uh, the Atlantic here. I don't have I, I don't know what link you have, so I don't have the the amount of times. But I don't think folks really care that much. Um, but if you see somebody of note, uh, let let me know. Linus Olmark uh, will be playing goalie from the Bruins. Tage Thompson, first time. from the Sabers, uh, also first timer. Dylan Larkin from the Red Wings, uh, Matthew Tuchuk from the Panthers, Nick Suzuki from the Canadians, uh, Brady Tuchuk from the Senators. I do know it's their first time getting to play together on the same team. That's dope. That's cool. Uh, Nikita Kucherov from the Lightning and Mitch Marner from the Leafs. Uh, and you said Pacific as well. Uh, yeah, and I put the link on the thing. Uh, but for the Central. Okay. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov, his second time. Uh, Clayton Keller, his third. Jason Robertson, his first from Dallas. Vladimir Tarasenko, fourth time from St. Louis. Seth Jones, fourth time from Chicago. Kale McCarr, two, shooting two for two, I think now. Yeah, this is, uh, he didn't, he, he got his rookie year too, right? Um, don't remember. No? I don't remember. Is he in his second or third year right now? I can't remember. I want to say his third. Okay. I don't well, this is his second time. I think it, but it, did uh, he start at uh, the beginning of his first year? Maybe that's what I'm it is. He didn't sure. have a full yeah. season. Yeah. Josh Morrissey, first time from Winnipeg and UC Sorrow. Sorrow's se- second year in a row. Uh, Nashville, uh, the goalie sitting there. All right. Uh, uh, from the Pacific, we have Matty Beneers, uh, the first appearance. Kevin Fiala with his first appearance. Nazem Kadri with his second appearance. Connor McDavid with his sixth, uh, Elias Pettersson with the, his third, Troy Terry uh, with their with his second, Eric Carlson with his seventh, and Logan Thompson with his first. 
Um, a nice crew. Obviously, each division also has three members up for fan vote. Uh, so you can get 10 votes a day. Bob, I don't know if you have. I did one day. I went in and vote voted uh, for, a, for a few different people. Uh, but you two skaters and a goalie um, are who you're voting on for each of these positions. Nice. So there will be three additional pl- players uh, from there. But th- with the format, as you can tell, they pick one player from each team. Um, so everybody is represented uh, for those jersey sales, right? You got to make sure you sell the jerseys. I 100% didn't see that until right now. But yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, makes sense. Um, I don't really like that they I, – I don't like that all-star games have those. I think it should be either all-fan voting or just – I mean, let there be a couple guys on the same team. Right. I, I think it should be the best players, honestly. I mean, Now, that's... usually, they don't they do it where the, the hosting team gets an extra player or something like that? I thought it was always that there used to be the hosting team gets an extra player. I don't know, but we are not. I, I do want to say we're not restricted to these players for the skills events, too, right? They can go outside. Oh, I think that is a new thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a new thing, I think. They are might they have instituted it last year. They're restricted no. to just uh, these no. players. Well, no, no, no. What I'm saying is it's a new thing over the past two years, I think, where the skills events are open to uh, invite from any. That's, that's more else. important to me uh, than anything yeah. else is getting the best players in those skill you know, skill spots. So yeah, hundred percent, but all right. Yeah. So that's a good group of guys. 11 first timers. I love seeing, honestly, I think seeing young, new young guys in the all-star break, that's what the all-star event should be. You um, you know, a couple, couple veterans. And yeah, <laughs> you love looking uh, yeah, at young guys. Everybody knows it. <laughs> 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 let's move on into outside the boards. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with, News from outside the boards. The national championship is settled. Georgia is back-to-back champions after coasting to a win. Um, you're going to talk about it a little bit more later on, but it was it was ugly. It got ugly real fast. Um, you know, I, you know, we were texted and I made a joke like, oh, you didn't have the plus 70. Yeah. And there was a minute or two there where even plus, plus 70, 70 might was not real. covered that game. That's what I, I made that. And I followed, <laughs> I followed it up with the joke to you. Yeah. Said, bold, bold of you to assume that plus 70 isn't <laughs> yeah. going to hit what there's six minutes left in the game. You know <laughs> I mean, uh, there was a point and this was not early in the game. Like, oh, they got an early touchdown, but a point where Georgia had 45 points. And they had more points than they had plays at that point. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it was just, they were talking, somebody made a joke uh, because, you know, I watched the whole game. I didn't pay attention to the whole game. I mean, who really had to pay attention to the whole game? But somebody commented. I I switched tabs and and tabbed in every once in a while. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was watching it on the TV and I was playing on my phone. Somebody said, I mean, you know the national championship's boring when the announcers are talking about the 2023 Colorado-Arizona State matchup being an exciting (laughs) Oh, I did see that. Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) it 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 wasn't good, so. I mean that's really yeah. It it's if it, I a mean good game it, we could have sat here and made it our main topic, right? We could have talked about it. Yeah, and I think we probably have uh, on those good. Yeah, I mean I think too, everyone so. can agree that the real national championship, and I think that there should be an asterisk, was Ohio State versus Georgia. Yeah. That was the best. That was the best game. <laughs> that was you know, and it, it happened. That you know, 
I don't let this be a deterrent to the playoff situation. Sometimes you're going to get where the semifinals are better than the finals. That's how playoffs work sometimes when you have seeding. Like, so I think that we, that this was, the, you know, yeah, it sucks that we didn't get a great finals, but we got a hell of a semifinal matchup. Yeah. The TCU oh, and Michigan was a great game as well. I mean, this was just seeing those two games were worth it to me. Bobby, this doesn't turn me off to playoff matchups. This revs it up even more. You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, this is, and, and I'll get to a little bit of that. That's a really good point that uh, we got two good games of football for sure. Hopefully we get about eight or nine good games of football, you know, next time where yeah. everything is a nail biter and it doesn't really matter at the end of this. Uh, but I don't think that you're going to get that many this you know i don't think that yeah. there's going to be as many options for a, such a lopsided um matchup because you have to imagine that uh, a team like alabama or you know a healthy team you know a healthy tennessee when they were hitting their stride um there's lots of teams that can that can play better in this playoff format they lose one game and then they're out of a, a sec championship contention or a big 12 championship contention uh, I'm interested to see what this does for it. So, 100%. The Bears get the top pick with the Texans beating the Colts. Um, you have to imagine that um, – what were the Texans doing? They had the first – all they had to do was lose. And they just couldn't even – they couldn't even lose right. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a difference of a mindset, right? I mean, those players are not – the number one pick. Why do you know? Why do they? That care? or Lovey Smith is just such a bad coach that he couldn't even coach him to a loss. Yeah, I mean, or it's it's hard to it's hard to lose that spirit, though, brother. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear Especially what you're since saying. Since it was against the Colts, <laughs> I hear what. Yeah, I hear everything you're saying. Yeah, I'll lose, and bro, these are prof- you. Imagine yourself just just lose, bro. Just go out there and and embarrass yourself in front of you know hundreds of people, much less millions of people, and maybe uh, somebody got paid for a performance bonus, and maybe somebody. I oh I, yeah, I'm not, not I'm not talking I'm not talking per the players. The players are 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 always there to win. But if you're Lovey Smith, I mean, I guess Lovey Smith is figuring he's the getting fired. Not- he knows he's getting fired either way. Colts have not been a good football. I don't think I don't think Lovey will, will get fired. Uh, He's already been fired. Oh, has he? Yeah, he was oh, fired okay. the next day. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. Maybe I missed it. I thought. Let me see. I thought that uh, I know a couple of folks got fired. I mean, I believe you. I'm not. Calling yeah. You uh, yeah. Uh, one day ago, uh, and this is a. I mean, I, he was fired. Uh, I think Monday morning. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just missed it. Yeah, that was so dumb. That's so dumb. I mean, I don't understand. Like, yeah, I don't like the fire. To win. Coach is supposed to win football. He's been there for one season. It's just such a joke. Yeah. It's such a joke league. And honestly, I think it's a really bad look. Um, you know, I don't want to, you know, get too much into the politics of the NFL, but the beginning of the season, Houston came out and said, we are going to hire a, they made a point that they were hiring a black football coach. They were they made it a big deal in the news cycle that hey we're hiring a black coach. It's like okay, cool, more more black representation in the league is awesome. But then you bring them in and you know this roster that the Texans have. They this this ownership group knew what this team was. They didn't. They there was no 
you know, illusion that this was going to be a great football team this year. And to what use him for a dump season and then fire him after one season. To me, that's bullshit. You don't, well, fi- you don't, you don't do this whole performative song and dance about how you're hiring Lovey Smith and he well, is. Let's not you know, pretend you, you're, like the you're, Texans you're, organization has been this, has been this stalwart, you know, sure example of what a, what an organization should do. I mean, you're talking about not even football stuff. Let's just talk about what they've done football wise, for goodness sake. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. That's a silly. That's why I just couldn't believe what you were saying. You know, I mean, I mean, I could, could believe it, but like, what? Like, why would they fire the guy? Um, interesting. Yeah. But the Bears are not going to draft a quarterback, right? They're going to use that to move back. You have to imagine. I I don't know. I mean, you get the best edge rusher. I mean, that's what. I mean, it doesn't know. hurt that um, much. If I think they get the second yeah. pick, you know. Yeah, my question for you though is, do the Bears replace Justin Fields with a quarterback? No, no I don't think so. Correct. I mean, well, I, I saw that like, a lot on, on, on the morning on the morning talk shows. Everyone was talking about whether or not they replace Justin Fields. Justin, I don't Fields, like Justin Fields. I don't like Justin Fields. I don't think he's you know. I, I think like him fantasy wise. I mean, yeah, he's great fantasy wise, but I think he's one of those that look in two or three years there, you know, it's just going to, there's going to be game tape on the guy and he's going to be a much more manageable player. Just like Lamar Jackson has become a much more manageable R- quarterback, you know, not RG3 always was yeah. And like RG three was and Michael Vick was, I mean, those guys are always going to have talent and they're always going to shine through and, and which ones are going to continue to shine through. I, I don't know. So, but but I don't think that with that crew of wide receivers uh, that you could even say you gave the guy a fair shake. You know, I mean, you're not getting that talent um, uh, immediately in my mind from CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Uh, yeah. That's just my personal opinion. I could be I could be wrong on that, too. But I think that you use that and you move back to number six or whoever wants to jump up, uh, yeah. jump up and get Bryce Young or jump up and get. Get their guy, yeah, CJ. If I if if I'm the Bears, I am. I think it's very important when you have a franchise quarterback. There is nothing worse than teams using a lot of uh, draft capital to get a franchise quarterback, and then not using future draft capital to to protect said quarterback. That is what Washington did with RG three, and yeah. the, it's Baltimore has now done it with uh, Lamar Jackson. Um. You you get this franchise. That is a, that is your most that is every team's most important asset on the field is the quarterback. You should have. There is a reason Tom Brady won so many Super Bowls. It's because he was protected. How many times have we seen video of Tom Brady wherever he is have somewhere around eight or nine Look, seconds to get the ball? I, you out. tried to show we me see, that. You tried to show me that video, and I told you I wasn't going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, you're uh, right though. I mean, hey, you get the best, you get the best tackle in the in the, in the draft, or you move down a couple spots and you get the best tackle in the draft. Or yeah. I, I'm not looking at a at a at a you know a chart here or anything, but get what you get what you need in my mind. You don't need a quarterback. You hit a, hit an opportunity um, with Justin Fields. I think that you got to stick with it. You know, I, I don't. Uh, he he can gain he can break the game for sure you know he's uh he's a he's a great a great quarterback um uh, with some refinement and some potential receivers maybe my thought process is different on it right you know yeah. so uh 
but I'm with you. I mean, no, you don't draft a quarterback. I mean, you know me. I'm I'm that guy that wants people to Aaron Rodgers all their quarterbacks. And like, yeah, he sat for three years now, and now he's ready to get a couple of plays on the field, but not not smart, yeah. you know. Uh, and I yeah. know that's to the extreme, but I I feel like as many Trevor Lawrence's or um, you know, uh, let's see who else, Joe Burrows that we get. Yeah, we get just as many. We just get it. We get just as many Ryan Leafs and you know Jake Lockers and um, you know I can't even think of recent examples because they're garbage. You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying? Like um, I, mean, I would say Baker Mayfield's in that in that discussion. Baker Mayfield or Johnny Manziel or you know Josh Rosen. You just you're setting up a lot of guys that are not NFL caliber ready that are not Trevor Lawrence, that are not Peyton Manning, that are not ready to walk in and be the face of a franchise. Sure. There's That's a wild sentence, but Trevor Lawrence and Peyton Manning in the same sentence. I'm just saying, just from the stature <laughs> I know of, what you mean, yeah. 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 I mean, they're 6'6 six, they're six, six quarterbacks who know the league. Is Trevor Lawrence ever going to be Peyton Manning? Yeah, I don't think so. But does he... Has he immediately shown within his first two years of play that he has the toolbox that he could be at, at one point? Yeah. You know what I'm, you know you know what I'm saying? Oh, 100. percent I mean, I, I think Trevor Lawrence is a great quarterback. I think I said when he came in the league, I think he'll be an. All-time he's got great. beautiful, oh. and I mean, let's be real. He's got such beautiful hair. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's such flow. If we cut that thing, we you want to stop him from being a great quarterback? Chop those bad boys off. That's yeah. it, right there. You chop yeah. off the yeah. the locks. Um, before we move on to the next section, which is the NFL playoffs, I do want to, uh, you know, as I crack this beer, um, say an official uh, and very happy goodbye to Dan Snyder. This past weekend was the last game that will ever be played by the Washington football team uh, or the commanders, whatever you want to call them, uh, under the uh, dystopian head of, uh, of the Snyder family. Um, and it was a win against the Cowboys at home, not just a win. They slaughtered the Cowboys with their starters, which yeah. is absolutely amazing. And the Washington had a third string quarterback. It was, it was one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Um, that is awesome. I thought yeah, at any time win. Washington, I thought Sam at any time Howell, Dallas baby. was going to pull their starters, and they didn't. They never pulled their starters. They kept Dak. They kept Sam Zeke Howell, in there. baby. That and Sam Howell's first game. career throw was a touchdown. Yeah, I saw Whew. that. I saw that. That was such a great game. Uh, something you know. So. I, you're such you're flying on such a high before we go into the NFL playoffs. So I'm just going to bring you down a bit, a little bit. Something I saw pointed out after our mascot discussion. Uh, it's Major Hog. Is that correct? Is that what what the I name like is? That, yeah, something like that. But somebody somebody was like, dude, they, you know, these people know no bounds. They're unhinged. How is the Commanders football team in DC's mascot going to literally be a war pig? <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, that's hot. That's yeah. hot. That's hot. That's hot right there. That I spicy. like that, but but that it's roots. It, it's yeah, it's spicy. Its roots are different. It's because sure. it's from it's yeah, it's from the hogettes. You know, where, yeah, 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 is yeah. It though is it though? I mean, that's what is they're that telling. That's that's the faces. That's what they're oh, saying. Okay. So wait, what you're telling me is, 
I'm supposed to just believe what they've been telling you after all the things they've been telling you <laughs> all these years that you have been said are outright lies, Bobby. Dude, no, I am still I, after 30 years on this planet. I am still a Washington Commanders fan. You think I use logic in my thought process when it comes to that team? I'm a Titans fan, buddy. So I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I mean, my you know my glory days were back in '98. Okay, it's so uh, you know you know. Uh, speaking of the Titans, also, I think they were the only team uh, to we not, not average more than 20 the points. <laughs> they were the only team this season to not average um, 28 points, I think, or something like that. Or to not, they, they were the only team to, or I, or I think, or I think they were the only team to not score above 28 points all season or something like that. Okay. I want to say that makes more sense. I was like, averaging 28 points is a yeah, lot yeah. of points. They, yeah, they, they were the only team to not score above 28 points once the entire season, which is. Real Which makes sad. sense. I mean, we weren't, you know, we we're never built to be a high powered, you know, scoring uh, team. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it was an abysmal, abysmal. Scene. I mean, who you you know, who are you supposed to pass it to? Uh, uh, recovering <laughs> from injury, Bobby Trees. I mean, I don't know. You know. <laughs> uh, but all right, the NFL playoffs is set. Uh, we've got wild card weekend ahead of us. One of my favorite weekends of football is wild card weekend. We've got Miami, and these are some great matchups. I am real excited to watch these. Uh, Seahawks at 49ers. Um, I think 49ers take that pretty handily. Uh, the Giants at Minnesota. I think the, I think that's gonna, I think that, oh, I think that's the best matchup of the three wild card games. Giants at Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, for NFC at least. Yeah. Um, and then we got cow. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and then we got Cowboys at Bucks on Monday night. Oh man! Uh, this morning, uh, Jerry Jones on his weekly radio uh, guest spot was asked if Mike McCarthy his if his job is at threat this weekend, um, and he said absolutely not. Jerry Jones is a goddamn liar. Right. There is so, no way that the Dallas McCarthy Cowboys fired, lose this game. McCarthy fired confirmed after a loss. Okay, so we've got that yeah. <laughs> lockdown. We don't have to worry about yeah. nothing. I mean, this is a team that if if my, Mike McCarthy loses this game, he's out and possibly others are out as well. Um, over you. to the Aves. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to. I thought you had already ran through them all. So continue. Oh. Uh, at a, in the over in the AFC wildcard, we've got the Dolphins at the Bills, uh, Baltimore at Cincinnati, and the Chargers at Jacksonville. All six of these matchups are are spicy, and I am ready for this weekend of football. Excuse me. Ah, uh, yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm jazzed up. I think that a game that could have been good, but I don't know that it will be because we're probably not getting Tua. Dolphins Bills um you know always good to see a uh divisional matchup you know i mean this is one of the times that it, that it is uh if lamar jackson is back baltimore ravens uh, can can go in there and beat the bengals i mean john harbaugh yeah. is a uh proven winner guy that can do it but as far as afc wise and probably overall all the of all the games most excited for the Chargers Jags, dude. I I'm think saying that here. Oh, that's gonna, what I was going to say. I think that is going to be the exciting matchup. Uh, I mean, we got two young stud quarterbacks that could be the future of this league, and uh, they get to match up. You know, we got as much as I hate to see the Jaguars there, and as much as 
you know, I don't want to say he doesn't deserve it, but Trevor Lawrence did not take them to the, you know, to the next level. That defense did. Uh, now he yeah. can, he has that skill set, but uh, we're talking a pick six away from, you know, the Titans <laughs> dragging their sorry butts to Nissan Stadium this weekend and getting tr- trounced by the Chargers. Um, but yeah, I think the New York Giants and Minnesota Vikings is going to be good. It shouldn't be though, right? I mean, it really shouldn't be a good matchup. The Minnesota Vikings should go out there and yeah, and wipe the floor with them. Do good. They have a negative three differential, a negative three point differential. The other three seeds that are ahead of them, I think combined, and don't quote me on this because I saw the stat a few days ago, have like a plus 328 margin or something like that it's ridiculous how different i mean they'll play close games so while i don't you know in my head it shouldn't be betting the Vikings spread all year all year has always led to a little pain you know they might get the win but um they're gonna they're gonna miss that spread by a point or two yeah i'm with you i think it is gonna be much more exciting than it should be um and then what what perfect what perfect poetic justice for me to have to watch either Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers advance or the Dallas Cowboys finally getting a playoff <laughs> victory. I think that, uh, I think that, that Tampa uh, wins this one though. What do you, what do you think? On oh, that one? I think Tampa wins this um, handily because All right, I'm putting Dallas money Cowboys. on Dallas then. Unless the Dallas favored. Cowboys and the the Dallas Cowboys and Mike McCarthy, um, they, I think what's going to happen is he is he is going to expect Dak to go out there and outgun Tom Brady. He is not going to lean on Zeke, which he should. If Dallas goes out there and they get he a should lean on Tony Pollard, really is what he should. Well, be either way, if they they need to lean on their running game. If the Cowboys lean on their running game, I think they can win this game. But that's not what's going to happen. We all know it. I think every everyone in this country knows that what's going to happen is Dak Prescott is going to try and outgun Tom Brady. And Tom Brady is – because you know what? What's going to happen is Tom Brady's defense is going to get him set up, and he is going to win that game. I, I want to disagree with one point. I, I sort of agree with what you're saying. You're They're, they're going to let Dak sling it all over the place. I don't think that Dak shouldn't be slinging it. I think he should be slinging it to CeeDee Lamb or slinging it right with a handoff into the hands of Tony Pollard or swing passing it <laughs> to Tony Pollard or screen passing it to Zeke Elliott or, you know, handing it off to Zeke uh, on a on a, on a quick short yard gain. So I agree with you. Uh, I think that it don't be too fancy and they can win the game. I think Tampa's going to yeah. win it. Um, I think that I think the Giants are going to win. I just have not seen the Vikings as an overall threat. I mean, you know, they've had some glorious wins this year. It's fantastic that you came back 33 points against the Colts. I think Bob and I could throw together a quick squad to go up and, you know, (laughs) come back, come back 33 points against the Colts, you know, um, it's just yeah. been a disappointing season season for them. I think if they can get a groove going, that they're probably one of the better teams offensively in the league. Uh, 
Yeah, I think the I think the Giants eke one out. I think it's an ugly, ugly football. Oh, I, I I almost agree with you. I mean, you know how I I mean I've said it a lot. Kirk Cousins is a trash quarterback. Kirk Cousins is not going to lead this team to the promised land. Um, I think the Justin Giants win Jefferson that game. might though. Justin Jefferson, yeah, Justin Jefferson might if you, but see, but uh, but I think Daniel Jones get, is just a better, better player. Jair Alexander ta- showed you the blueprint. I mean, what it, what it's what the blueprint is with all these great receivers is get under his skin and get under his skin early, and you'll get a trash performance from him. Uh, do the Giants have a quarterback to do that? A cornerback to do that? I don't know. Um. It's always interesting when you go to the division, uh, San Francisco, no matter what quarterback trots out there, it's hard for me to root, bet against them, right? I mean, San Francisco I looks think, good. Yeah. Honestly, looking at this lineup, I th- San Francisco is my pick to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Not I think Chris, I think Christian McCaffrey has had a resurgence since getting traded. And maybe I'm a little biased because I own it because I spent so much in my (laughs) dynasty league, but my God, that man needed to get out of Carolina so bad. And I think that, that that they are set up to, I mean, maybe listen, Kansas city, I get is probably going to be favored. And at the end of the day, I think Kansas city, I think Kansas city versus San Francisco is the matchup. And I, I would, I think if I was betting with my brain, I would put money on Kansas city. but I think San Francisco could nobody be that, that team bets this with year. their brain. Nobody that bets with their brain wins any money, Bobby. It's all with your heart. <laughs> That's how you win money. You bet only on your team. Um, <laughs> I'm San Francisco could be that team. I don't think that they're the Super Bowl winners, though. Uh, personally, uh, Chargers, Jags. I think the Jags, uh, the Chargers, have not proven that they can win when it's time wait. You're calling to win. Jags for the Super Bowl winners? No, no, I was just talking oh, about that. I was like, holy up. shit. <laughs> I was no, like, that's a little no. bit of a hot take. Like, let's talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'll pick my winner in a sec. But I think char- I think the Chargers are going down. I think the Jags move on. Okay. You think the, so, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, ja- I think Jags beat Chargers. I think Ravens beat Bengals. I think Bills beat Dolphins. You think Ravens I'm beat taking- Bengals? Yeah, is that what I uh, yeah. Is that what I or, wow. yeah, is that I what I think Bingo I yeah. think Bingo's handled the Ravens again. Uh no problem. Yeah. I think yeah. Well, okay. Let, let me let me let me start let me I need to I need to know who's starting quarterback. If Lamar Jackson's okay, in a quarterback get, We'll say yeah. we're assuming Lamar is what you're assuming. I, if Lamar is starting, I'm giving the it's a very close game. It could be an over, I think it goes in overtime, but I I'm saying the Ravens win that. Am I am I, am I That's you fair. know I'll as, a, that. as a Maryland guy, maybe that. I'm yeah. Um I think Niners take care of the Seahawks pretty handily. Uh, Tampa takes care of the Cowboys. I think, well, yeah, like we've said multiple times now, Vikings-Giants is the game of the week. Um, I think I, I think Vikings win it by like three. I think Vikings by three. I, I could see this being an overtime field goal winner. I mean, as far as uh, timing-wise, I mean, Jar- Jaguars getting the seven fifteen Saturday. I think. I mean, folks are as excited about that game as we are. I mean, NBC got it, so yeah, we yeah. got a good weekend of football ahead of us. So you picked your winner. You think San Fran's winning it over uh, Kansas City? Type that in somewhere. I don't. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said we I, I think they in. could be. We At the end of the day, I think that Kansas City is the sure favorite, and they're my favorite to win it. But I still think San Francisco. Of the other teams on on here, 
I think San Francisco is the team that could beat them. Well, time I ahead, haven't. We'll, let's wait till next week to, to, to declare our, our Super Bowl. Uh, we winners. after after <laughs> a whole group of teams have been eliminated. <laughs> I need to see if the 49ers make it past the Seahawks first. No, no, you gotta, <laughs> no, call, you gotta no. call your shot. You gotta no, call your I'm, shot. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. I, I'm calling, uh, yeah, I'm calling the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. All right, and type her in 49er, you think Chiefs? Yeah, right. 49ers over the Chiefs. Hmm. I'm going to say I think the Bills use what we're about to talk about to get over the hurdle. I think the Bills beat the I think the Bills beat the Eagles. Eagles? Yeah, I think the Bills beat the Uh, Eagles. God, I do not want the Eagles going. I don't want any other. I do not want the Eagles. I mean, it sucks having three NFC East teams in this fucking playoffs and Washington. Oh, Forty Niners over Chavs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna go twenty-seven to twenty-four. Okay. All right. Um. So, hey, speaking of Buffalo. That's what, uh, that's what I'm using. Dom Hamlet is back in Buffalo uh, to recover. He was released from the hospital uh, after his cardiac incident. Uh, what was it now? A week ago. Um, so, yeah, he's back. Uh, we can talk a little bit, you know, now that he's he's in recovery. We can talk a little bit about fantasy football. Yeah. Um, the league scratched the game, called it a no contest. Uh, multiple leagues that I'm in, um, not that it really mattered to my placement, but a lot of leagues decided to find count the points of those players in other games, and I gotta be honest, I, I, you know me, I am always, I will always say I agree with majority votes, whatever commissioner says, and I don't really gripe. I don't agree with it. I think that the players should have, if, if they, whatever points they had when the game was called, is the points they get for that week for that contest. They, the game is no contest. It is zero points. Well then, this okay. The then this that's, is, you know, I so think whatever the app says. I think whatever the app says it is. Yeah, is what but it is. you're. But you're. You want to. You want to let the people that we notoriously crap on for messing up, for not preparing for the first weekend, being a lot of people on the app. Let them decide the fate of your, you know, league. I'm. I'm okay with just letting it as is. But I. I mean, that's three. You know, that's. X amount of players that didn't even get to play on your team. You know, so if your if your argument was replace them with other players that did play, I'm cool with that. But if this was a this was a regular season game for the Bills and the Bengals and it didn't really affect their ability to go and play for the championship. But if this was the Super Bowl, do you think that they just would have called it a no contest on the Super Bowl or a playoff game? And that would be my argument. No, but is. again, I, and, and you know, speaking pure, you know, purely from a fantasy point of view, I think that you know, yes, it was a horrible situation, it was a freak accident. But I think that part of fantasy football is you take the highs with the lows, and sometimes freak accidents happen in fantasy football. And, freak, well, you know, games get game canceled. Has n- no, a game has never been canceled in the history of the NFL. So okay. So, I mean, so we can't you can't plan for a contingency that literally says that the league has planned against. It says that this game is supposed to happen. 
you know, the league has a week 19 clause built in. There's a whole extra week in between conference championships and the Super Bowl for that very purpose. When people were, you were talking about, well, it messes up the, the football, you know, stadiums and the, no, there is not a football team. There's not an NFL football stadium that plans anything from January to yeah, whenever in the hopes that they're playing in the NFL. So yeah. I, you know, I can hear the, yeah, things happen, but it, when in the redraft leagues, yeah, that's, that's just the, the thing of that. I think I only, we only did anything in our dynasty leagues, just the ones that look, we work year round on those. And just a freak accident that says a guy, you know, has a heart attack on the field and the NFL is going to cancel the game. You know, I, I don't know. I just, you know, but either, either of the one, either of them didn't sit right with me. You know, I yeah. had um, one opportunity where I had nobody going, but I wanted the other guys, two guys to go to give him an opportunity to beat me. Um, and then I won one because of it, because coming back. And, you know, it doesn't feel it's not not as good as winning the other, you know, championships for sure. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just more of that. Uh, I think that it's, you know, fair is fair. You got X amount yeah. of players to get to got to play. I should get X amount of players that get to play. Sure. Yeah. And like I said, at the end of the day, I I go with what whatever leagues vote. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to bitch, or, bitch oh, a no. lot about it. I didn't think that you were. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was that was something that Andrew and I just, you know, discussed and came up with together and the commissioners of our other league came up with. Yeah. I mean, so maybe it was the wrong thing. Maybe it was the right thing. But at least the people in the game agreed to it. Right. You know, it wasn't like, uh, oh, we're going to do it this way. So, yeah, I mean, there was no unilateral. Hopefully you didn't have any unilateral decisions from just a commissioner just coming in and saying. Yeah. I hated that I was in uh, the game. It was it was the yeah. bigger problem to make the decision. Yeah. Um, Rogers loses to the Lions twice this season, ending with a worse record than Detroit. Um, is Aaron Rodgers done? And no. okay. <laughs> well, that's it. Shut it. So down. you're saying he? So you're saying he doesn't retire this season? Do you think he comes back this season? I do not think he retires. But I mean, maybe he's already put it out there or something, and I missed it, Bob, because I'm not looking at NFL news anymore. Well, fantasy he said, football's over. <laughs> He's, he said after the game that, um, you know, when they asked, you know, how do you, how does he come, you know, how does the team come back? Is he pretty much said that, you know, what the t- how Green Bay comes back? He's not sure. I mean, he ought to he ought to look at things and see if he comes back next season. So he will one hundred percent be back next season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, of course, there was is... also a large contingency of Titans fans wanting Aaron Rodgers to come to Tennessee, and I can't think of anything worse for Tennessee than bringing in an aging over the hill you know, dying Aaron Rodgers. He'll sell a lot of jerseys though. I'm for it. I do. I think that we're going to become a championship contender. No, absolutely not. But we will have a little bit of drama in the, uh, in the fold. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I know he's not going, he's got a big contract. My man loves attention. My man loves attention. Yeah. He's going to say anything in any type of way to garner the most, the most attention. That's right. Garner the most attention. That's just, yeah. uh, uh, you know, that's just, uh, it's, it's interesting to see the lack of them continually bringing in people to help him win. Uh, and now that's a big question of at what point is it, you know, 
the management and leadership not doing it. And it's folks maybe don't want to come play football with you anymore. You know, I mean, I don't want to be that guy because I don't know. I don't know what he's like in the locker room or, you know, anything like that. So I don't want to say, but I mean, you have to imagine that the quarterback has a lot of sway, as much sway as the general manager or anything. Hey, if the the GM can make the numbers, especially someone like Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm saying. So do people not want to come play? I mean, I don't know. It's but yes. Do I think he'll be back? Yeah, I think we'll have to hear about him retiring all off season, um, <laughs> and 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 uh, an abundant amount. Uh, I think he'll miss OTAs. He won't be there. Anything voluntary, my man's not going to be there. In two days before he's supposed to have shown up, he's going to have shown up, and he will have told us all that he's done to have stayed in shape and uh, annoy uh, a vaccinated child neighbor that he doesn't like <laughs> because they're vaccinated he's going to tell us all that i mean he's going to do it all the way through you know joe rogan podcast and uh you know pat mcafee podcast and whoever will listen with some weird ponytail but he'll be back next season <laughs> he'll be he'll be in number 12 and he'll be complaining about the receiver core you know he doesn't have so yes yeah i think he'll be there what do you think bob Um. I think he comes back, but I am hoping, and I also think that his his time as a premier quarterback is well over. He is going to show himself for the fraud that he is. He, you know, now that he has no weapons, he's going to just be um, he's going to be outed as a bad quarterback, and I'm here to see it. I don't I, know. I think that yeah. he has been. Yeah, I think I think he's been the, one of the biggest fraudulent uh, Pro Bowl quarterbacks this league has ever seen. I don't know about that. I, I don't think that. I mean, there are folks that want to want to throw them in conversation with the all time greats, and I don't believe that. But I think he is a very good. I I think he's a little bit above the tier of Eli Manning and Philip Rivers, but not. Ooh, I a, would say Eli Manning's well above him. No, Eli personally. Manning, as far as what he accomplished, sure. But as a quarterback, no. Eli Manning to me was. A serviceable game managing quarterback. I mean, stats me and, and prove me wrong, but I think a lot of his came from longevity and continuing to play. And but anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just don't think he's an all time great. I, I just don't think it's something that we're talking about. Um, maybe top fifteen, but I don't know if we're talking like top five. You know, I, I just can't see myself putting him in the in that conversation. With Brady, Manning, Marino, Elway, Montana. Yeah. I mean, that's the oh, that's, yeah. that's the baseline thought process, right? I mean, I'm sure there are people that'll argue other ways, but I just can't see myself even having inter- yeah. entertaining a conversation. Uh, I don't even think Rogers is the best quarterback Green Bay's ever had. Either. Oh, you're a Favre guy. I mean, well, no, don't put words in my mouth. I'm not a Favre guy. Oh, dude, but loves, I, dude I, loves Favre. Oh, we know. But I do what love media, me some Wranglers. We do know what uh, we, what your text messages are getting. Uh, what kind <laughs> you're getting as a media member? <laughs> yeah, and favorite politician Anthony Weiner. <laughs> hey, hey, any guy that will d- divert welfare money. To get a volleyball court built is a good guy in my books. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No, All but, right, uh, but seriously, get... but is, is Brett Favre who you're talking about as the as far as just football play, the other yeah. quarterback? Yeah, I was talking yeah. about Brett Starr. Yeah, Brett Favre. I think Brett Favre is, or Bart Starr. I think I thought Brett you Favre said Bart Starr. Uh, I was like, oh snap! I was like, wow. <laughs> no, I think Brett Favre is the best quarterback to play for Green Bay. Um, all right, let's move into our main topic today. We're running a little bit late, so we're going to run through this. Um, the 2020s so far, who is leading uh, this far into the decade? Uh, we're going to be talking about some stats uh, since 2020. Um, and some of them are, well, not, some of them are not very surprising. Um, you know, just spoiler alert, Connor McDavid leads most of these stats. Um, well, the point stats, but not the goal stats, right? Yeah, the goal stats is true. Austin yes, Matthews. but yeah, yeah. Austin Matthews, Matthews, then Connor McDavid. He's 10 behind Austin Matthews in goals. What a um, weak-ass game, punk. <laughs> games played, uh, Anze Kopitar at 181. That was one game ahead of Phil me. Kessel. That was what surprised me was uh, was Kopitar up there. Uh, but, you, you know, we were joking about the goals, him being only 10 behind uh, Matthews. He is a solid, uh, what is that? Solid 45 ahead and assist, though. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty, pretty impressive. And, and he's 12 games ahead, ahead of, uh, of Matthews as well. And uh, what is that? 49 ahead in points uh, above. Guess who? Leon Dreisaitl. Those two <laughs> yeah. dudes. That is that is amazing in the 2020s. So essentially three years. Well, yeah, three years and then a, a couple days. 305 and 256 points. That is uh substantial yeah. amount of and zero there. Stanley Cups between them, which is even more insane. If you were to, if you were to look at these stats <clears throat> and see those two guys there, you would assume that there would at least be one Stanley Cup there. But also only one playoff series won? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even more. Like, what has happened? Yeah, like, how was that? They advanced to the uh, to the uh, Western Conference Championship, I believe, in 2018, but not in the 2020. So that is, yeah, that's super yeah. impressive. Like when uh, you like a, 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 across the board, the top three guys are guys from Canadian teams. And the and Canadians cannot win Stanley Cup to save they their life. They love their star. They love that. <laughs> they love star players, though. Um, Devin Tays, the plus minus champion thus far of the decade at eighty at a plus eighty nine. That is pretty impressive. Yeah. Another Canadian taking the top spot there. Um, a lot of a lot of these top higher guys are D men, but Patrice Bergeron, I think, is very impressive at uh, seventy two. Um, yeah, as a, and as we a look center. at, and what's even the time on ice are guy obviously D men, but guys who are coincidentally amazing at fantasy hockey. It's almost like with the more you're on the ice, the more points is guard. Tomas Shabbat, well, they well, are number one. Have, I would rather have a guy that has three games and is just okay than a guy that has two games and is great. I mean, it's just uh, it's yeah. just a numbers game, right? But Drew Doughty, um. Drew Doughty, Thomas Shabbat, 26 minutes a game over these past three years. Pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, there was one thing that I really wanted to look at. If, um, the, I have to use my air to go over to look at more stats. The hits? Uh, I, uh, I was looking at, oh, I was looking at face-off wins, uh, okay. which is Patrice Bergeron. Wet, om- almost, what, 250 
above second place, 2,270. And second place is Anze Kopitar with 2,014. Yeah, and that's I think that's one of those that probably is just exponential. But because even so, you still start getting some that drop to 1,900. And then 1,800, you only have two people in the 1,800s. And then only two people in the 1,700s. But so... yeah. 2200 is uh, ridiculous, but hits. Let's talk about, you want to talk about having a substantial lead. Almost 100 hits higher than Brady Chuck is Radko Gudis with 722 hits. I just kind of want to do some quick <laughs> math. I just want to do some quick math on that. We have 365 days in a year. We multiply that times three. That's 1,095 uh, days. My man's has almost got a hit a day and they only play yeah. 82. Well, divide well, divide that by 162. How many hits is he getting per games that he plays? Cuz he's only played 162 games. Okay. My man is is hitting people at a clip of 6.76 hits a game, dude. Like, yeah. And you know, in our hits league, I've had Racco Gudis for like 3 years in a row. The man is a hits and league. And honestly, I feel like, like he's slowed up. Yeah, but I feel like he's slowed up in the past two years. I, I feel like 700 oh, or so. Oh, I'm sure. Days. Yeah, he's, he's what, 32 years old? Si- no, 650 is from like 2020, dude. Like, he was just yeah. obliterating <laughs> dudes with nobody in, nobody in the stand. Uh, block shots. Uh, Ivan Provorov. Yeah, I mean, that's the guy that you know is going to get you some blocks. If, if he's available yeah. in your fantasy league. You grab him. Uh, Alec Martinez, Jacob Truba, Connor Murphy, Braden McNabb. A lot of D-men here, as you kind of expect. What is very surprising, I'm I'm still looking at this hits thing. Brady Tuchuk has, let's see, has about 12 more games played than Radko Gudis, but is nine years older than Radko Gudis. And then when you go down the list. Wait, Brady Tuchuk is older than Gudis? He was born or in 1990. Oh, younger. Yeah, he's okay. younger. I'm I was sorry. Like, he's, he's nine years what? younger. No, <laughs> is this no a I'm Greg sorry. O- is this a Greg Oden situation? I could have sworn he was like he was like 40. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Other than Brady Chuck is nine years younger, okay. but uh, and, and has more games played than Racco Gudis. Um, then my surprise on this is at the list is Tanner Janot in, in the top number nine on the hits list. No way. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, that at 135 games played as Tanner Janot. So wait, that is 515 divided by how many? Uh, He's played 135 games. I think I did the math wrong earlier, though. It's supposed to it should have been 135 divided divided by, by, you know, it needs to be 135 divided by 515. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right, does it? I think it's five. Nah. It's, it's stop. It's you're it dividing. Was, yeah, you're right. You're right. I just missed it. I just was looking at it weird. 515 divided by 135. That's a uh, lot of games yes. for Jano. Uh, I, that's more than I thought. A lot more than I thought. What I guess, well, I guess it, you know, if, if he's playing full that's seasons, only, 82 that's games a season. Weak, I mean, he's weak if we're being real. It's 3.81. Hits yeah. per game. It's a weekend. I just thought he was games. so much younger than he is. I, I didn't realize he was born in '97. So when I saw his name on the on this list, I was like, "What?" I thought he was like in his second or third year, which maybe he is. Maybe. Well, he's probably yeah. one of those guys that you know has been in the system. AHL. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah. Amazing. But, um, yeah. Points per, let's see. Um, let's see. Per 60 goals per 60. Uh, Austin Matthews has 2.1 goals per 60 minutes, <laughs> uh, which is a pretty impressive. Ovechkin, 1.89. Yeah. Sis per 60. Uh, penalty minutes. Kucherov. Uh, Patrick Maroon at 248, followed by Brady to Chuck at 235. Surprisingly, Tom Wilson's only at 194, but maybe that's because of his suspensions. Yeah, so he, he just has hasn't had as many opportunities. Um, and then again, Tanner Janot in the top 15 at 180. Yeah, I think that I think that it's pretty clear. I mean, it's kind of it's a lot of what we expected, right? Uh, of what we've talked about. I'll tell you what is one of the most surprising to you. Let's do one very surprising stat and uh, before we move on. Um, I would say it's uh no, that, it doesn't oh, no, have to be I, I a surprise. That. Here, I'll hit you with mine, and so maybe you'll think of something. Because like, I'm not saying like, oh, this guy's leading this. Just something. My surprising thing is in this decade so far, Kapil, uh, Kirill Kaprizov has 207 points. That's pretty impressive. You know, you that's, just didn't that, really... that I was gonna go. I was gonna go with Kaprizov as well. I think that I that's, thought that's, when, when I saw his name on this list, I was surprised. 97, 97 game. Uh, that's goals. Um, what is that? I mean, that's a 175 games played is pretty surprising to me. If we're being honest, that just feels like we haven't got to watch him play that, that much hockey, but uh, yeah. I mean, he's played more hockey than Nathan McKinnon has at 140 games played. So, yeah. but yeah, I think, I think yeah. pre's office just the, not that it's crazy. It's uh, outlandish. Just, it's not something that I necessarily expected. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. I, I was going to say Kaprizov as well. Yeah, um, Marner being right, right there at 213 is also a very impressive. I mean, we yeah. have two teammates as the top four of points in this decade with Mitchell Marner yeah. and Austin Matthews and Dreisaitl and McDavid. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. No cups. All right, let's, no move, into our, let's, move, let's move into our <laughs> games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. All right. We are already over an hour in, so we're going to fly through these. Fly through all five uh, of yours, and I'll fly through all five of mine. Yeah. Uh, On Thursday, the 12th, I've got Colorado at Chicago at 730. I'm taking Colorado puck line. Um. On the 13th, I have got uh, Winnipeg at Pittsburgh. I am taking Pittsburgh money line. Uh, on Saturday, Calgary at Dallas. I think Calgary takes this, and I'll take Dallas hook line. Uh, and then on uh, Sunday, Montreal going uh, over the border into New York to face the Rangers at 4 p.m. I'm going to take the Rangers puck line. And then Tampa at Seattle. Seattle's on a hot streak, but I think Tampa kind of starts to, um, you know, uh, uh, temper the flame, their hot streak a little bit. I'm going to take Tampa money line. Love them. Love the picks. Um, 
I'm going to fly through mine and then I'll give the quick record update because I feel like last week needs to be talked about. Right, Bob? Uh, yes. Game one, I have the Jets Sabres on the 12th Thursday. Uh, Sabres money line. Uh, I think it's a tough game to go with. I just went with the home team there. Devils, Ducks, 9 p.m. the 13th, uh, Friday. I'm going to go Devils puck line. Unsurprisingly, a team that has been uh, dominant. Senators, Avs, the 6th at 6 p.m. on the 14th, which would be Saturday. Almost just went Avs money line, but I think I'm going to go Avs puck line. Uh, The Canucks playing the Canes at 4 p.m. on Sunday, the 15th. Canes puck line. Uh, And then Caps, Isles, 6.30 on the 16th, Monday. I'm going to go with Caps, just money line. Uh, I think I might regret that. Uh, I was thinking about going Isles, puck line, uh, hoping to get the plus one and a half. But I'm going to go with the Caps straight up. Uh, leaving us with the record for this week, 30, you are sitting at 32 and 21, slight lead. Me, I'm sitting at 30, 22 and one. Uh, and, uh, so a five and a week for me, a four and one week for you, probably the best week combined we've ever had. I would have yeah. to imagine. Um, oh, for sure. $51 in at this point. And Bob, you were sitting at 4892. It's right there, right there on that cusp. I think this puck line betting has really boosted us. Uh, and yeah. I am uh, sitting at 5286. So $1.86 above. That's pretty impressive betting. Uh, sitting right at about even between the two of us after roughly 55 some odd bets. Uh, it doesn't sound that impressive to the folks at home, uh, but it's impressive. So, yeah. But all right, let's move uh, into our joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking. It. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me? It's time for the joke of the week. All right, this week we get to see someone who's had their job for about thirty years uh, lose it in one sentence. A radio play-by-play announcer for the number twenty-five North Carolina State was suspended indefinitely. Uh, during their uh, Duke's Mayor Bowl, uh, bowl sh- uh, showing against Maryland, uh, when he uh, was doing a s- score update from a different game down um, in El Paso, uh, when he said, down among all the illegal aliens in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 in Pittsburgh, sis. Um, oof, 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 oof. This I mean- was... Uh, the this had been uh, Castellano right? Homer's the left of uh, vibes. I was showing honestly when you sent that to me. It was on New Year's. You sent it to me, right? I was, you know, I, I, was, so. I was getting there. I was getting a little drunk, and uh, so I just remember walking around and sh- just not telling people, "Hey, listen," just m- playing the call to. <laughs> They're like, "What?" And then that got me to talking about Castellano's drives deep to the left. <laughs> <laughs> for a 4-0 lead for the Reds. And so I was then I got to showing people that video. Uh, and uh, <laughs> what could this guy have possibly thought that he was going to accomplish? There was no question that he was on camera. My man's for the Reds. It's wrong. He shouldn't have said it. Nobody's saying that. 
But we can agree little, that we all back. we can agree that he thought he was off camera though. You know, we <laughs> he thought oh he yeah was for good. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. He, he this guy was knew he, he was talking to a mic. That's what I'm saying. Is he's just like, dude, nobody's watching the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Thank goodness. Uh, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let people know. Like, what did he deign to accomplish? Is what I. That is more of what I'm like. You know, like people say things, and it's like, oh, you know, I'm super sorry. I never should have said it. Well, some people say things like, oh, it was. You know, I thought it was going to be a joke, and I thought it was going to be funny, or I thought I was around people that also would think it was. I am just very confused. It sounded like he was in a single person booth. So it didn't seem like there was like other people he was telling the joke to, to like get a rise out of or something. I, 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 I don't know, but it was, I remember the, it was honestly, it, it was almost the craziest thing I've seen all year until I sent you that uh, Packers play where the corner just went over and grabbed the ball out of At the least, center's hands. And even I, that at least that could be explained a little bit, right? Like maybe he heard a phantom whistle in the crowd. Well, or even something. if he heard a phantom whistle, why is the corner going up and just slapping the ball out of the center's hands when no it's in clue, like that? But we can agree. We can agree that he didn't go up to the center and call him an illegal alien. And then, <laughs> yeah. For no uh, reason. <laughs> I, li- I listened to that, this call like four times. And be like, did I hear that right? Am I? Am I hearing things? I had, like, to, I, had to, I had to like repeat it for people. They're like, what did he say? <laughs> I was like, no, no. He said exactly what you heard he said. This isn't yeah. an instance in which, oh, you just misheard and you need to rehear. He said exactly what you <laughs> thought that he said. And, and down amongst the illegal immigrants in El Paso. <laughs> I was like, I like to think that he got the call and they're like, Gary, um, you know what this call is about, right? He's like, no, what could it possibly be about? (laughs) He's like, is it a, is it because I got the score wrong? He's like, they're like, no, it's the illegal immigrant thing. It's like, what? (laughs) The, the immigrant thing. Come on, (laughs) buddy. That was just a joke. You know, he was like, I was telling a joke to who Gary, (laughs) to who were you telling the joke? It's the Duke's Mayo Bowl, Gary. It sounds you, like you pretty much, he pretty much got fired on his day off is what yeah, happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How you get fired? You got 30 years of this. All sorts of stuff. There used to be, you know, smoking and drug use in, in the locker room. And Gary gets fired at the Duke's Mayo Bowl, a game in which they didn't even de- deem it important enough to have a second guy in the booth with you, Gary. Yeah. And one of those games where we were thinking about before this, we were going to each make up like 10 random bull names. And yes. if you had said Duke's Mayo Bowl, I kind of probably would have been like, oh, that sounds made up. That is. Like, that's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. Like, it's not like high. Like, if it was like, you know, the Heinz Mayo Bowl, I'd be like, all right. Or but Gary, the Duke's you, Mayo Bowl is insane. Gary, what was you doing making references to illegal immigrants? What was you trying to get you, trying to get yourself a political career? <laughs> He's like, well, I already did. Fox News called right before you called. You trying to, you, what you trying to do? What, what you still in boxes for? You trying to steal a clubhouse? <laughs> uh, let's move into what's snapping their stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks.
Oh, this is a big oof. Um, so not sports related, but uh, you know, I do a lot of stuff on the computer. I edit, I stream, I do a lot of my day job on the computer. Don't and do it this enough. bad boy, this bad boy decided to uh, shit the bed. For the, those of you listening and watching, this is a very high quality 10 terabyte hard drive with a lot of stuff on it. Dude, got decided it at the to, mall. He got it at this kiosk at the mall, bro. It was super legit. I mean, the guy took him out back with the trench coat on. And I mean, it seemed a little less it, legit yeah. at the time. But it, it, it shit the bed. And just in the middle of using it, just all like I was my games like I was playing a game on it. And it stopped. And I was like, all right, my computer didn't crash. But everything else, and it's not letting me open anything. And then come to find out, I take it out. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I restarted a bunch. And it's just not working. And honestly, there's nothing worse than just a just a bullshit tech problem that you just like, you can't, there is no answer to fix. The only answer is I told my wife and she was like, okay, so what do we do? I was like, well, I, I have to buy a hard drive. I just told you yeah, about I like, it. <laughs> I just like, told you I about the like, problems, <laughs> damn it. Like my The only answer is I have to go i have to spend four hundred dollars well you know fucking hard drive well and our wives are so nice because they want to help us i mean it's a lot like us solving problems we're not like other guys that like oh we want to fix it we generally just don't listen uh but they do want to fix our our pro and you know and you just when you tell them about it and they want to fix it it's like look man turns out that if you were able to fix this this wouldn't even be a problem. You would have, we would have so much more money. That yeah. extra hard drive, that extra hard drives isn't even a thing anymore. Okay. If you could fix it, then we're, this is, then it would have been no yeah. worries before it broke. Okay. No offense. That's not, that's not telling you to go out and become a world superstar computer lady or nothing. But we're just saying if you, if we could fix, you know, broken hard drives, then. We got some. I don't know if I don't know if that's a viable skill or anything, but it just sounds. Like I honestly don't know. It sounds like it would be something that would be in demand, right? Like, hey, this hard yeah. drive's effed, but not for my boy Bob or whatever or Meg. Yeah. You know, like my girl Meg over there. She she whips up hard drives or whatever. All right, so mine. Uh, we already talked about it, but just an abysmal end to college football. You know, you got your bowl games, uh, you know, you got your, you know, folks calling illegal immigrants out during the bowl games, which is not something I had on my bingo, <laughs> not something I had on my bingo square for the year. But um, just, you know, you get two playoff games and you get this one game and it's 65 to seven. You know, I was so excited to sit down and watch this game. And, you know, it's on a Monday. Don't know why we can't do it on a Saturday. Still, uh, we I think we just stopped fighting that fight, haven't we, Bob? <laughs> I mean, uh, why can't it be on a Saturday? Nobody has any idea. Uh, but you know, you sit down, you watch it by yourself or whatever, and it's just it's that you know, it wasn't even watchable football, uh, really. Uh, and there was a point where it, it was ten to seven, and you're like, okay, all right. We got. We're gonna have a football game. I mean, George is very clearly the better, better team, uh, but we're gonna have at least uh, a game here. And it was just that was about it. That was all we got to see. Yeah. So, uh, great season, an abysmal end to that season for me personally. So, yeah. Um, and one thing I want to uh, before we end, I do want to read something. It's at the bottom of this uh, joke of the year. Uh, I didn't even know you article. could read, dude. Um, it is a little expert e- excerpt from the, uh, uh, the author, I guess they asked all of the guardians, uh, you know, contributors to write like what they see the world is like in 2033. 
And her vision of 2033 is Elon Musk is no longer the richest person in the world, having hemorrhaged away his fortune trying to make Twitter <laughs> profitable, which, alas, hasn't worked out too well. Only 420 people are left on the platform. Everyone else is banned for not watching nice. Musk's increasingly desperate jokes. Nice. In other news, Pete Davidson is now uh, dating Martha Stewart, and Donald Trump is still threatening to run for president. And British tabloids are still churning out uh, 100 articles a day about whether Meghan Markle eating lunch is an outrageous snub to the royal family. And honestly, all of that seems highly likely. All of that seems, you said 10 years from now. I mean, all of that stuff is going to happen every year like next for year. the next <laughs> yeah. 10 years. Like, honestly, this person, while seeming like acting smart, they're very clearly just regurgitating everything that has clearly happened and will continue to happen. I don't, I'm not impressed yeah. by this, uh, by this lady. So it almost feels like an AI, the U S that AI, what's, what's life going to be like in, you know, did, I didn't even months. hear anything about Kanye's comeback album or anything about how, um, Oh, well, I'm assuming that because in 2033, his, he goes by president of the United States, Kanye or okay. president E, E, E's whatever the fuck he goes by. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just, just going to straight up go Jesus, isn't it? Isn't he? He's yeah. just going to go be going by Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Uh, but all right, guys, for Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been Pugs Out Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you all again next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.